0: there this is olivia and the y2k podcast i can't believe it's the end of may already this term has certainly flown by and now i'm right in the middle of exam season i have to make sure i pass everything first time round so i can go to new zealand the supplementary exams will be after i've left so far i think it's been going well I just have two left to do, but feel free to send me good vibes. Can't hurt, right? (laughs) So, last week we found out that Rachel is pregnant, and Kat is still pregnant, and Jono is being sort of nice. Also Jess has some thinking to do. Let's see what today's voicemails bring. Welcome to the year 2000.
1: Hi Jess, so um, you've been quiet for a little longer than usual, and I get it, completely. Lots to think about, huh? Let me distract you with some good news. I got a voiceover job for a TV ad. Not the one for washing up liquid, they didn't want me for that. This is for cake mix, (laughs) which is sort of silly, as I would never actually use cake mix, but hey, (laughs) I'm an actor, I can do this. Also, I tried it after the audition, wanted to make sure it wasn't horrible, and it was actually quite tasty. So (laughs) I suppose technically I have used cake mix now. (laughs) Getting off my high horses Is it horses? Hippos? No uh, Hungry hippos and high horses, right? Hungry horses? Is this the kind of thing I need to know once I'm a mother? (laughs) No I'll be speaking Swedish to the baby and Jano English, so the kid will be effortlessly bilingual, <laughs> or oh, that's the idea anyway. So that means I need to know the Swedish kitty songs and books and stuff, and he can do the ones in English, right? <laughs> and then we'll bring in my mother and her Danish to really confuse the shit out of everyone. <laughs> Yeah, I have no clue how that will work. We'll just have to figure it out. (laughs) I'm sure we will. We've started talking more seriously about names, and it's hard. I don't think much about cultural differences in our relationship. I mean, I've lived here for years, and we're both from northern-ish Europe. But when it comes to names... He hates all of my choices, and I hate all of his. At this rate, the kid will be named Jonathan or Katerina Jr., because (laughs) at least we don't hate each other's names. would be horrible if we did. (laughs) We could do that American thing of having the same name, but using different nicknames, like Ina and uh, John or Than. <laughs> That's not a name. Thane? <laughs> Thane is a peculiar name. Sounds like Blaine. Remember how we laughed at that name in uh uh Jan Hughes film Uh with Molly Ringwald? What was it? I'm sure you remember, so just tell me, okay? And there's still time to agree on names. Early days, and all that. you still up, sweetheart? Jonah, did I wake you? No, just need a piss. Okay. Just got home from work. Thought he was asleep. I can never go straight back to sleep once I get home. Well, you know that. I'm too wired, though since I got pregnant I haven't been sleeping well at all so I really should try to go to bed earlier. Anyway, um, had a good night in the pub tonight, worked with only Lee and it was pretty empty so we mainly hung around talking. He's so funny. He has- Talking about me again, sweetie? <laughs> Not this time. About Lee? At work? Funny, is he? (laughs) Yeah. he told this amazing story today. There was this... I don't want to hear it. Okay. So you're sitting here telling your friend Jess all about this amazing bloke Lee. What? On my computer. (laughs) Why are you... Well, I'm asleep in the next room. Jonah, I have... Pregnant with my kid? Lee... Just a friend? What? Or is it my kid? What the hell? Of course it's yours. I'm turning this off now. Jess doesn't need to hear more of this shit. Bitch. Bye, Jess. Love you.
0: Love
2: you.
1: Hi, Jess, so sorry you had to hear that. Back at the library, I had to get out of there. We argued for hours, and then talked. And then he fell asleep, but I couldn't. Got about an hour of sleep, I think. He's just so jealous. I don't know how to handle it. When he finally calmed down, he apologized, of course. Said he didn't mean it. Said he would never think it was someone else's baby. (sighs) Oh, Jess. How the hell did this happen? I can't... I can't let him do this to me. This is not okay. He can't say that to me. I've cried so much. There's nothing left. Just this empty feeling. But I understand him too. He's been betrayed by other girlfriends and it's hard for him to trust me. I I get it. Still doesn't make it okay. And I think he got that. So I guess we move on and i will get over this too it's just uh, I just i don't even know let me know what's up with you okay i love you oceans and oceans bye
2: Oh fuck. Kat, how are you? Do you want me to call you? I can in emergencies, you know? money sh all right? You are right. This is not okay. Saying that to you is not acceptable behavior. Also, the arguments I've heard you two have escalate so quickly. Like, you're fine, and then something sparks, and it's just boom. You have to find a way out of there before the explosion. I mean, together, you have to figure out what the triggers are and how to defuse them. Maybe Jono needs to talk to someone about this jealousy thing? A therapist? Or couples therapy or something? It seems so wildly unfair that you have to deal with this, when you are probably the least likely person to cheat on a partner I've ever met. My dear, I'm so sorry. I have to run to class, but I can call you later if you want. And tell you more about what's going on over here. Nothing to worry about. Much calmer on this end. Love you. Oceans of hugs. Thanks, Jess.
1: So much. Just hearing your voice and... Knowing you are there and ready to call and support and everything <laughs> means so much and makes me feel better and calmer. Yes, I will suggest therapy to Jana in whatever form makes sense to him. And uh, you're right, it always happens so quickly. I never understand what is going on until we're all of a sudden in mid-argument. It's okay. You don't have to call. Let's save it. Uh, I'm meeting Sharon for coffee. Feels good to reconnect a little. I went back home and got a few hours of sleep in, so... Now I feel less drained as well. Looking forward to your update. I'm glad it's calmer, but still... Lots going on, right? Love you.
2: Cat, so good to hear you sounding a little more yourself. And uh, say hi to Sharon for me. We've only emailed a little since I moved here, and I miss her. There's been so much else going on. Well, you of all people know that. I haven't really thought much about Sharon and Emma. We'll email them soon, anyways. So, uh, yeah. What's going on over here? (laughs) Well, apart from what you heard, not much. I asked Rachel for time to process and that's where we still stand, me processing. And of course, Rachel gave me some more info on this whole surprise, I'm pregnant thing. Still haven't quite grasped it's real. I mean, she's been clear all along that she's bi and dates both men and women. Also we aren't exclusive and (laughs) we definitely weren't even close to it when this happened. So. It's not a betrayal in any way. I think we were maybe heading that way before all this. And I would love to be a parent someday. And possibly with Rachel. Probably with Rachel, in fact. I mean, she's fantastic and everything's been so great between us. But now, the timing is We haven't known each other long, and I'm still in school, and who knows what kind of job I will find and where in the world I will find it. So, Rachel had a one-off thing with this guy Mike at the Librarian Conference. Didn't think much of it. Until now, of course. She is trying to figure out how to contact him, but so far, no luck. It was a huge international conference with librarians from all over the country and the world, and since she doesn't know his last name, it's hard. So many mics. <sighs> this makes me worry. What if she never finds him? What will she tell the child? Or what if he turns up suddenly and wants to be involved and make decisions and just confuses the kid? Or, worst case, what if he turns up and forms a bond with a baby and then leaves again, breaking their heart? (sighs) Ugh. Way too much uncertainty there. Though, in one way, it's all perfect, of course. Rachel is offering me a ready-made family. I don't even have to be pregnant myself. You know I've always felt anxious about that idea. But can I just jump into this? Isn't there supposed to be some sort of... I don't know... (laughs) briefing before you do this much adulting? Or a class or something? (laughs) Yes, I know I'm being silly. I feel overwhelmed by all these adult choices coming at me. I still feel like an irresponsible teen, for Christ's sakes. How am I supposed to be responsible for a kid? (sighs) Do you ever feel this way? About becoming a parent, I mean. You seem pretty zen about the pregnancy. I guess you mostly have to deal with making your relationship work. I have a therapy appointment tomorrow, thank goodness. Hopefully, Antonio can help me sort through my feelings and thoughts about this whole mess. Because right now... I feel like I could explode with all these conflicting emotions, and concerns, and worries, and... <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> it's, uh, pretty in pink, by the way that movie with Molly Wingwold? Andrew McCarthy plays Blaine. My friend Jen had the most enormous crush on him when we were teens, so we watched it like 50 times. I was crushing on Iona. She was so cool. Still am, if I'm honest. Didn't tell anyone, of course. (laughs) Right, enough for now. Take care of yourself and of the little bean. I love you. Oceans.
0: Listening to this, I... I feel like I'm eavesdropping, you know. I haven't felt like that so much before, but this... Yeah. Something about their feelings and thoughts about the pregnancies feels more private than even all that horrible sex talk. So... Mike... Must be a lot of mics out there. I can relate a little to what Jess is saying there. Not that I am anywhere near parenthood. Firm no on that. But the feeling like a kid when you have to make adult decisions and feeling like there should be a rule book or a test or something. Like, when I was little and all the way up until I started learning how to drive, I sort of thought cars magically knew where they were going. I mean, I saw people drive them, of course, but still, I didn't get it. I was so shocked when I realised that I had to make every single decision to get the car from one point to the next. I had to choose lanes and keep track of exits and pick a parking spot and so on and so on. And I suppose before doing this podcast, I'd been seeing my parents the same way. Like, Two people who magically just knew what they were doing, and where they were going. And it's becoming so clear that they... that they don't. And neither do I. Suppose we're trying our best. At least most of the time. That should count for something, right? Till next week, listeners. Please listen to this trailer.
1: You and your universe ever-changing, bit by bit. Sometimes it slips. Do you feel it?
0: Graham, just remember, if you start staring into the void, it'll stare back at you. Peekers, hide-behinds, call them whatever you want. This is all a game to them. A game you do not want to play. He probably slipped away during the storm and had his mistress waiting for him back on the highway with a change of clothes and a brand new life. Lots of guys do stuff like that.
2: Oh, yeah, oh, all the time. This story's about the gorgeous the forest, aliens, government, black ops, helicopters, Um, all kind of stuff. Me, personally, I've never seen anything.
0: And that's the appeal in the hunt. No one knows the truth, so anyone can read Fenn's memoir and poem and potentially find clues where no one else has. wait just um,
1: just promise me one thing before I open this door promise me you you won't tell me to get rid of it The Subjective Truth is a Good Point Podcast
0: If you knew either Kat or Jess or any of their friends 20 years ago I would like to hear from you please email me at y2kpod at gmail.com find me on twitter or instagram at y2kpod that's the number two also check out our webpage at y2kpod.com where you can find more info and of course listen to all the episodes the show is also on apple podcasts what used to be itunes on google podcasts spotify and wherever you get your podcasts if you like y2k please tell your friends to listen too And if you have a minute, it would mean so much if you would rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It can help others find the show, and also, it makes me very happy. If you want to support the show further, thank you so much. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash y2kpod and pledging a monthly amount. From one US dollar, you get all our episodes early. So if you were a patron, you could check out next week's episode in just a few days our fantastic music is created and recorded by jake hawes check out his podcast making music with jake hawes to hear more i'm olivia thank you for listening and welcome back next week when we return to the year 2000